0: Damian Lillard is going to the Milwaukee Bucks. What? We'll talk about the trade. We'll talk about how it impacts the Boston Celtics, the Boston Celtics facing the Milwaukee Bucks, and the impact on the rest of the East, Philly, Miami. Lots to talk about right now on the Locked On Celtics Podcast. Be ever ready. Recognize the city of champions. Boston, baby, we do what you can. Locked on number eighteen, Tatum and Brown, J. Team step back. We gon' wet that and slay teams. Of course the Celtics, who else could it be? Screaming like KG with the Larry O'B. Corral above average, assessing the team status. Best daily pod, no cap, salary matching. Clutch like Bird to DJ. Keep John on replay. Prime time, dappin' up the truth on the sideline. Raining and Jay's how we started, raising banners, how we finished. Locked on Celtics, pod, home of the winners. B. Hey there, welcome back to the Lockdown Celtics podcast right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network where it's your team every day. I'm here for you every Monday through Friday with a free, free, fresh, brand new podcast dropped directly to your device if you're a subscriber. So if you're not subscribed, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. You can do that on YouTube as well. Ring the bell, get notified when I drop a new video, get into the comment section. Let me know what you think about what I'm talking about what my opinions are about this Damian Lillard trade to Milwaukee. I mean, ugh. <laughs> I was prepared for Miami. I was prepared for maybe Toronto, Milwaukee. I didn't think they were going to pull the trigger on this. Giannis Antetokounmpo said, uh, be serious about being a contender. And Milwaukee said, okay, no problem. We're going to talk about it all right now with my buddy, my man, Tom Westerholm. Tom, up? how you feeling, man? I'm good, man. I'm uh, really,
1: I'm you know still uh, we I, I we can't say what we both texted each other like not five allowed times on the pod, but uh yeah yeah but the, uh, text, the text back cow. and forth
0: yeah <laughs> yeah gosh darn it can't believe this deal <laughs> it's a humdinger <laughs> <laughs> oh man all right so Milwaukee gets Damian Lillard Portland. And Phoenix are involved in the deal. It's a three team deal. Portland gets Drew Holiday. They get DeAndre Ayton. They get Tumani Kamana, which, okay. Uh, They get three picks from Milwaukee, one 2029 first round pick, two pick swaps in 2028 and 2030. All of those are unprotected. Phoenix gets Yusuf Nurkic, Yusuf Nurkic, Grayson Allen, Nasir Little, Keon Johnson. So, uh, just before we even get into the Lillard stuff, side note, all of the all of the headlines are going to be about Lillard. Phoenix did okay. Phoenix did okay, you know? They got yeah. they they basically got Deandre Ayton out of everybody's way cuz yep. he likes to hang around that middle of the, the floor and you're not going to have a team with Kevin Durant, Devin Booker and Bradley Beal. Everybody remember Bradley Beal's on that team now. You're not going to have a team full of those guys, and and be able to have DeAndre Ayton stuck in the middle of the floor. So they get you know a rebound or so. Just want to yeah. throw it out there that that, yeah. Phoenix, okay.
1: I mean, like I'll be honest, I haven't watched a ton of Yusuf Nurkic in recent, like last year. Didn't watch a ton. Yeah. Um, I've uh, the, a lot of people I respect say he slipped, fell off quite a bit. Uh yeah. I believe them, but sure, yeah. I mean, you know, get rid I mean getting rid of Aiton with the roster that they have might be addition by
0: subtraction. So yeah, mm, that's one thing. But anyway, uh that, that was my little my little Phoenix thing. Okay, yeah, so, do you just want to do 30 minutes on Phoenix? Yeah, yes, yes, yeah. That's what people in the Eastern Conference want to Glamoury hear.
1: For. Yes.
0: <laughs> so anyway, Yusuf Nurkic. Uh, I'm sorry, uh Damian Lillard to Milwaukee. I know you hear that and you go, Oh great. Well now we're screwed. And that's, that's like a lot of reaction. Uh, what's, what's your initial reaction to Lillard going to Milwaukee? I mean, my first reaction is just kind of
1: like, it's, 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 it is kind of funny that, um, we expected that Damian Lillard was going to go to an Eastern conference contender who was going to face the Celtics and, you know, just got the contender wrong. Um, I think, you know, I mean, I do think, I mean, this make the, the Bucks are tough, man. This is going to be like that. I, I don't know how you stop a Giannis Dame pick and roll. Like you mm. just got like, you know, Dame curling off a screen at 40 feet thinking I could shoot this. And then Giannis just galloping down the lane. Like, yeah, man, have fun. <laughs> like that's going to be yeah. tough. Um, I do think that there's going to be like, I think Celtics Bucks games are going to be a shootout this year because like, I don't think the Bucs have a lot for the Celtics defensively. Um, you know, I mean, holiday being gone hurts them. Certainly. I think having poor Zingas, I think we talked about this on the last pod, having poor Zingas hurts them with Lopez. Like that's not a, that's not a great matchup for them there. And, you know, on the other end, the Celtics don't have Marcus smart anymore. So there's a, you know, and um, defensive player of the year gone who can't face, uh, you know, Damian Lillard. And there's Grant Williams isn't there to defend Giannis. Like, I think these are going to be some high scoring games um, between these two teams, but I do think that this, I mean, you know, the stuff that the bucks gave up is not insignificant. Um, I think they left themselves a a nasty little time capsule at the end of, um, at the end of the decade. That's going to hurt. Doesn't bother them now, obviously, because they're not thinking about the end of the decade. Um, But I do think like, you know, this in the end, I think that they got, Significantly better and are going to be really, really interesting. I think they're. I think they're going to be a really, really good team. They were already going to be. I think they're going to be an even better. Yeah.
0: Team, obviously. Yeah. Um. I think. I think there are two things, and you know, we'll get to the C's perspective in a little bit. But one of the things is that they did get you know better. I mean, Damian Lillard is very, very dangerous, and Drew Holiday, obviously defensive player of the year candidate. Uh, all defensive team candidate shot 40% almost from three. So a guy that can certainly go out there and hit shots when he's open, but this is a dynamic scorer who can get his shot whenever he wants. It's such a different element and it's just going to open things up. And if Chris Middleton can be old school, Chris Middleton, you know, recapture some of that glory, then the Bucks are going to have a little bit of a run here for the next two, three years of being very, like, very, very dangerous. But the other part of it is I still like Boston's matchup against these guys. Uh, again, I'll get to that in just a second. But it, it's going to be interesting to see how they change. And now that they've got a new head coach, maybe this was <clears throat> excuse me the time for them to, to make this change and say, hey, let's let's give this this new head coach something to work with. It, it's interesting. Um, we talked last year about Joe Missoula not having the ability to plan and all of that, and how much it hurt him. And Adrian Griffin comes in, he's got all of this time to plan, plan, plan. And five days before training camp, they go, Oh, by the way, here's Damian Lillard. And I'm sure he was in on the possibility of getting game. So it's not exactly the same, but it does have some undertones of like, okay, um, we have to change how we run our offense.
1: Definitely. I think the big difference, of course, being that, um, Missoula had to, uh, he was was given an entire team, right? Like an entire like, like, here you go. Here's this whole new thing. Whereas um, Griffin's been given a all NBA like, you know, Hall of Fame guy, you know, at the tail end of his prime, but still, you know, in his prime. That yeah. Way. Um, yeah. I mean, I think one of the one of the things that really strikes me about them picking up Lillard is like so holiday obviously is a really good player and a good three point shooter, all that. But this and this was also kind of one of one of my things. If Miami had gotten Dame, right? You go back to holidays like three point shooting in the playoffs, right? It, it you know it's a pretty popular topic. He struggled three yeah. shooting threes in the playoffs. You know the last um, since 2021. Um, if you go series by series on Basketball Reference, 20%, 26.1%, 37%, 31.4%, 345 30. And then last year in the one round that Milwaukee got to play, 28.6. And it's just yeah. like you're swapping out that unreliable shooting for a guy who like, I mean, if, if he becomes, if Lillard became unreliable in the playoffs, that's just like, there's nothing you can do. That's a guy who should be lights out. And, and, you know, is like, you know, he's one of the, you know, he's got one of the, you know, great clutch three pointers of all time, like, you know, to win a series, like great, great, great shooter. And I think to me, that was all, that was also going to be, I think one of the biggest things about Miami, right, where it's like, you know, you had Gabe Vincent who just like went off and lifted that team into the finals. But when he went cold, you know, him and Caleb Martin weren't as hot in the finals. That's when they lose. You get Lillard and you kind of fill that void, right? And it's like, okay, now Miami's in business. I feel kind of the same way about Milwaukee where it's like now they've got that guy that should not go cold. This should be the guy who lifts them in that way.
0: So, yes. So it makes it, Like you said, very much a potential shootout with the Boston Celtics. All right, let's get to the Celtics perspective. What does this mean for Boston? What does this mean for the matchup with the Celtics? We'll talk about that in just a minute. First, today's show is brought to you by our friends at DoorDash. Now, we know that you're busy. We know that you're out running around. Uh, I was out with my dog's uh and was running errands and then i hear Damian Lillard gets traded to Milwaukee got a rush back so what do i got not nah, my errands gone except i got DoorDash DoorDash can go get my groceries for me You've trusted DoorDash to deliver your restaurant favorites now you can go get your delivery from the grocery store with thousands of grocery stores to choose from you'll find the best in your neighborhood and boost your local economy with each and every order you get exactly what you ordered or DoorDash makes it right. So sit back and enjoy quality groceries just like you picked them out yourself. And if you want even more value, you can save on all your grocery and restaurant favorites with a zero delivery fee on all eligible orders with a DashPass membership. With easy substitutions right in the app and best-in-class customer support, DoorDash delivers groceries exactly how you want it. Get 50% off your first DoorDash order up to a $20 value when you use the code LOCKEDONNBA at checkout. It's a limited time offer, and terms apply. That's 50% off, up to $20, no minimum subtotal, zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and enter the code LOCKEDONNBA. Don't forget, that's code LOCKEDONNBA for 50% off your first order with DoorDash. Thank you for making Locked On Celtics your first listen every day. Want to point you in the direction of the Locked On NBA podcast, which already has a uh, Damian Lillard podcast out. So, on top of things on the Locked On NBA podcast, uh, so Monday through Friday, I'm on there. I'm on the Wednesday show. So, check them out. Uh, subscribe wherever you got the Locked On Celtics podcast. I'm having camera issues over here. I'm gonna straighten that out. I think I'm a little all over the place. Uh, the, the, you know, hey, this is, this is. I, I like to do this as live. I like to let people just feel like this is a live show. Uh, so, okay, Boston, I said I'm gonna before, doing, I like, I'm going to start doing the 30 Rock thing that Tracy Jordan does, where he's like, uh-oh, I'm <laughs> breaking! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Please do that, randomly. Okay. Um, <laughs> the Celtics... Uh, matchup. i still like the matchup, uh, against, uh, Milwaukee. I I think, I think the Porzingis deal, it is funny. Celtics get rid of their, you know, big time perimeter defender and Milwaukee goes, okay. Yeah, sure. Let's do that and see how it goes. And so (laughs) holiday and smart are out and Boston says, well, we'll go with uh, Porzingis and they go, we'll go with uh, Lillard. And they 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 kind of approach things a little bit differently. I think the ability to throw Porzingis and Rob out there kind of builds that wall against Milwaukee that it, it can it might be enough to be a deterrent for for Giannis. It might be enough to keep him maybe from getting all the way to the rim. And if you can do that, you can maybe find a way to stay home on Lillard. I think the Celtics with their length at on the on the perimeter, if you're running pick and roll, I'd just blitz the hell out of Dame and just big arms, long arms, and you know, take advantage of the fact that he's six two and you you just you just run at him and hopefully you can get him to make some mistakes. You know, and you you put I mean Derek White is is a big dude. He's he can get out there and and he's got long arms. Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, you you can put big perimeter defenders on there. And if you insist on, on running that pick and roll, you can keep one of the bigs home and you can blitz Jason. uh, You can blitz Damian Lillard. And I think the Celtics can survive uh, against, against that play. I, I think I like Boston still, I mean obviously it I'm thinking close it's a close matchup but the biggest issue for Boston isn't I don't think isn't the matchup necessarily it's how good Milwaukee is during the regular season and taking that top seed and influencing the the path that Boston will take through the playoffs um and obviously, we don't know what that path is going to be. Season hasn't started yet, but I think I think seeding in regular season uh, is the bigger threat to Boston than oh my god, they've got too much firepower for the Celtics to, to handle.
1: Yeah, i I could see I can see that. I do think that it's you know adding a star at, at the level that they just did is quite something. You know, it's like they've they've spent all this time with Chris Middleton as their, you know, second best player. I mean, you could make a case for, for holiday, but you know, like Chris Middleton is kind of their number two scorer, and all of a sudden he is a distant third, right? Like, so I think to an extent, it's kind of hard to predict, right? Because like Middleton's always, you know, I mean, I know the joke is he's always played well against the Celtics, but like he's about to have opportunities that he's never had before sure. like against every team. Right. So I think it's kind of hard to project exactly like, okay, the Celtics can blitz this or the Celtics can do this. Cause it's just like, yeah, I don't know how the rest of these guys are going to play around these two. I mean, you know, it's kind of similar to Porzingis, right. Where, um, you know, Porzingis is about to get opportunities that he's never had. Cause these are, you know, easily the best, you know, duo of teammates in his career. Um, it's going to be the same thing in, you know, in, uh, in Milwaukee. So like, I don't know. I, I'm. I mean, I'm fascinated, obviously, by it. But I, I think like it's it's going to be really hard to 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 project until we see. I, I just I I mean I don't I genuinely at this point I don't know what to make of this Milwaukee team. Like they might. I feel like this close to the season, it's like they they might be just unbeatable. They might you know I I they might flame out. Like I don't know. We like this uh, this pairing. And the other thing that that gives me a little pause is guys are historically bad at picking who they would love to play with. Damon and Giannis uh, have had this, like, yeah, I would play with that guy if I could choose anybody. Um, players are terrible GMs. I have, I, I, uh, if, you know, if I were to put some money on that, you know, maybe, uh, yeah, maybe, maybe take the under for that reason. I believe you are muted. So Tracy Jordan, I'm breaking. Oh, damn. Ah! <laughs> I'm <being muted>. uh- <laughs>
0: <laughs> the. Uh I'm sorry. I'm just I'm just thinking about that episode, and it's just hilarious. It's, it's really, a good episode. <laughs> it's a great episode. Uh so much so that I've completely been thrown off. Um, the the um what the hell were you what was the point that you were just making? Uh that
1: players are historically
0: bad. Oh, yeah, GM. players are historically bad GMs. We can tell like in the all-star voting, players are either <laughs> doing each other favors or they're way overvaluing their own guys yeah. or like it's a little bit of all, a little bit of all that, a little yeah, bit of everything, sure. you know, doing their agents a favor, any ever, all that stuff. So players, you know, there's no, there's no perfect solution, right? There's no perfect, you know, who, who can pick because GMs can be bad at it. We can be bad at it. Players can be bad at it. You don't know exactly how that fit is going to work, but uh, I, I can say that, I mean obviously with Lillard and and Giannis together obviously like you said there's there's a ton of scoring ability but look at look at what they lost they lost the, the a, a, an amazing defender in Holiday uh regardless of his three point shooting they lost the guy that could that could really defend strongly in the perimeter um Grayson Allen was did, um, uh,
1: Holiday gave Tatum some problems incidentally uh, a few times like he yeah he was really kind of the only guy that they had who could do that.
0: Right. And like, if, if you want to say, okay, Chris Middleton's a a big time defender. Sure. But who defends the other? You, you had holiday and Middleton. Now you've only got Middleton and I don't know anybody else that can, can defend like that on the perimeter. So the Celtics still have the ability to get loose uh, this opens things up for Derek White somehow. Uh, Whoever is playing the point, uh, I think it's it gives the Bucks an incredible offensive dynamic. It does hurt them defensively. It, it they are going to have to figure out something defensively, <clears throat> and so all of this is to say that I Boston. Like, I think you're right. It's going to be a, um, it's going to be a shootout, but Boston has the chance to be a much better defensive team. And they have the ability to, I think, first of all, they have the ability to play Brooke Lopez off the floor so they can open up, uh, paths to the rim. You're now driving past Damian Lillard. So you have, easier opportunities to get to the rim, which means Giannis is going to have to stay closer to the rim, which means Giannis, sure, he might make a lot of plays, but Giannis might also get himself into foul trouble. So you have that ability to maybe get him into some foul trouble, especially if Jason Tatum looks in that full-length mirror I kept talking about and realizes he's a giant human being and he can play right through a guy like Giannis. Giannis is an elite defender, so it's not... What I'm saying is dictate the pace, play through contact. You can end up drawing a foul. So that does open up weaknesses against the Bucs. I think the Bucs can be a 60-win team, and I think Boston could be favored against Milwaukee because of what they can do to Milwaukee, Milwaukee's defense, whereas Boston's defense can be pretty strong with Derek White at the top, Jalen and Jason on the wings, Rob and Porzingis at the, at the rim. This has the, I see a Milwaukee team potent, obviously adding star power, but taking a big hit defensively when it comes to Boston, a much bigger hit defensively and Boston having the pieces offensively to exploit that and the pieces defensively to kind of do enough, do enough. I'm not sitting there saying Boston's going to sweep a series or or win each game by 20, but do enough to win a series against Milwaukee. Should that actually come to pass?
1: Yeah. I I mean, I would agree with that. I think especially like just to your point, like this Celtics team could be really good defensively. I am really, you know, you brought up the kind of having those, you know, the bigs in the paint, trying to wall it off against Giannis. I'm really interested to see how that goes because Rob has historically been just demolished by Giannis. Like he has, Nothing yeah. for him.
0: This um, could be an Al Horford series. Could
1: be an Al Horford series. Got to keep him healthy. Like, it's, you That's know, right. which incidentally is one of the reasons I saw a lot of people on, you know, Celtics, you know, kind of online being like, hey, is, uh, you know, what about if Drew Holiday is going to be available? You know, maybe you make a run at him. Not at that wow. contract. Not at one of the big guys that you would have to give up as part of that deal because you need the big depth. Your bigs are way too fragile. And you're going to need all of them against the Bucks. So, mm-hmm. yeah, probably not. Would be my vote on that one.
0: Oh, but Drew Holiday, I am afraid, Tom, about where Drew Holiday might end up. I am very afraid of where he might end up because I think Miami might have stumbled into an even better fit. we will talk about that in just a second. Thank you for making Locked On. And Locked On Celtics, your first listen every day. Uh, I would love it if you went over to the Locked On fantasy basketball podcast and check out Josh Lloyd. He is going to help you win your league. He's the goat when it comes to fantasy basketball. He is a juggernaut on this network and that's because he knows what he's doing. When I say juggernaut on this network, he is just ridiculous, like just completely outpacing everybody. I, I can't even, I can't even begin to express the numbers. That's how popular he is because he's great at fantasy basketball. Go figure out, go, go find his podcast, win your league, Tom, the, uh, Miami heat. I'd like to point and laugh at the Miami heat, but I think they still have an opportunity here to get holiday, give up a little bit less, or maybe that offer that they were giving up for Lillard. Maybe you just modify that a little bit. Uh, and you, you make that offer for holiday. I think Drew Holiday is a better fit for Miami than Damian Lillard because he is a defensive-minded, tough SOB that fits right into heat culture, that fits right into their entire ethos. He can hit, and I know you talked about his playoff performances, and maybe, maybe uh, being in Miami can change that, but his regular seasons in Milwaukee have been really, really good. So you get yourself a really, really good shooter. You get yourself a good point guard. You get yourself a guy that can go out there and defend like a maniac. If they want to get him, I'm afraid that Miami could pick up uh, uh, Holiday. Obviously, he's not as good a player as Lillard. But I think because of the defensive-minded team that Miami always throws out there, he's actually a better fit and might actually make them just as good as if they'd gotten Lillard. Counterpoint:
1: What Portland? Portland's gonna trade with Miami now? Like that's
0: <laughs> that's <I> mean, <laughs> They might. Well, I mean, they've been engaged in talks. They've they. I think maybe part of this has been, hey, you know, we're we'll trade. You will honor your request, Dame. But we're not gonna be the team that bends and gives you sends you to exactly where you want to go but now I don't know like Miami's still there Miami still has pieces they have they have players that they can offer they, their offer was bad for Lillard maybe it's not as bad maybe my uh Portland doesn't think that deal is as bad a deal uh if it's for holiday I'd be fascinated to know if there's like
1: if if those two teams can even trade together at this point just like after all of this like I just feel like um you know like that that deal like it was not. That, that, that Portland ended up getting. Did you, did you think it was that much better than what Miami was offering? Like I didn't, I mean, appreciably better than what Miami was offering. I but think
0: the picks, I don't know what Miami's picks were going to well, be. I mean, yeah.
1: Cause we don't know what exactly what the, yeah. What the offer was for but sure. I
0: will say I like, I like the picks that Portland got for Portland because Giannis is going to be what? 33, 34 and 35. Yeah. At the time of those picks are, are, conveying and Lillard's going to be gone. He's he'll be done. Um, Giannis at that point might be done or at least done in Milwaukee. Yeah, I, I can see Milwaukee when Giannis is 33. He's 28. He's going to turn 29 this season. So in four years after this run has ended, remember, Milwaukee is in the same CBA boat as Boston. They're very expensive team. They're going to have to start blowing things up soon they might end up having to restock their picks by trading Giannis and getting a bunch of picks from somebody at that time, which means Milwaukee could be in a rebuild and Portland could be like, oh, yeah, thank you, unprotected, number one pick, Who, the top five picks. These these could be picks that Portland really uh, cashes in on. And Milwaukee doesn't, doesn't care because they'd be like, hopefully, from Milwaukee's perspective, they're sitting there saying, if we can win one or two more championships out of this, people aren't going to care if it takes a little bit longer to rebuild.
1: Right. For sure. For sure.
0: Um,
1: I, I mean, I think you could probably say a similar thing about the heat picks that, you know, if you, if you get those pushed sure. down the line, like, you know, you could say the same thing about Lillard's age and Jimmy Butler and all that. But yeah, I mean, Look, I mean, to to your original point, right? Like I do think Drew Holiday would be a great fit in Miami. Um, I I think, but I do think there's going to be a lot of teams interested, right? I mean, like holidays are a lot of teams, a lot of teams, like really good player, really easy fit, right? Like you, you just get that guy and just plug him right in. Like, you know, you know, you know what you're getting. um, And he's
0: expiring contract, I believe. So,
1: yeah, I mean, yeah. So a very valuable guy. I think, um, you know, I mean, I think if, if I'm Miami, like this, this, I don't think that this is a, I think this is a bad day in South Beach. Like you just like, um, I mean, especially, you know, you look ahead, like the, the, the Blazers managed to like also knock Giannis off the board for them, right? Like this is not a, um, you know, now, now it's, you know, looking a little, uh, looking a little murkier, like what, what direction to go next in terms of like pursuing yeah. guys. But, Um, yeah, I mean, getting drew holiday would be, would be nice for the present. Um, I, I think that like Lillard would have papered over a lot of the offensive issues that I kind of expect that Miami is going to have next year, Mm -hmm. um, would have made things a lot easier in the postseason. Um, to me, I think this, like this deal really like, I don't know. Down the line, I might regret saying this, but I think this really cemented Milwaukee and Boston at the top of the standings. And it's like yeah. everybody else below them, including Miami. Like, sure, if they go out and get Holiday, that's a nice player. I, I think even if they go get him, to me, it's it's just, it is, it is two with an exclamation point and then the rest. At, at the yeah. Team.
0: Just to be clear, uh, Drew Holiday has a player option for next year. Hmm. At $39.4 million. I would expect him to pick that up. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't think anybody's going to pay him that kind of money. No. Uh, which makes it very difficult to trade him. So, yeah, right. They have That's to be, um, Portland has to be willing to take back bad salary, which um, they sh-
1: should be. I mean, you know, well, like, what, what are you, you going to use that space for?
0: And what you do is you send Kyle Lowry who makes 29.6 yeah. million <laughs> you send Kyle Lowry and you know, a couple of these young guys and a pick or some, one of the young guys and a pick. If you have a, uh, if you believe in Nikola Jovich, if you believe in, you know, Jaime Haquez and and you send one of those picks, which I've established that I do, which we, yes, we know that you do. So uh, it's a way to get off of Kyle Lowry and Portland's like, yeah, whatever, Who cares? Uh, you now you you're taking two years of holiday and you get it, it, it really it's costing you a young guy in a pick if that's enough for Portland but yeah. the question really is the competition and when there's a lot of competition the price goes up and what's the price going to end up being for for holiday so yeah uh, you know, they Miami might miss out. They might miss out. And if they miss out on holiday, then that really it really becomes a bad, a bad time in Miami. Because Jimmy Butler's not going to be happy. And when Jimmy's ain't when Jimmy ain't happy, nobody's happy.
1: Yeah, he he makes very sure of that. Yeah. Yes.
0: <laughs> yes. So um, hey, maybe this is the end of the Miami, the Miami run. I look, like, I, I just don't see Everybody talks about them making the finals last year. No one wants to talk about the fact that they had to win, come back in the fourth quarter of a play, and that almost eliminated them. Uh, thank you, Jimmy Butler, for that. They almost they almost didn't even make the playoffs. So right, and 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 they were lifted by unsustainable three point shooting. Like,
1: yeah, you know, it was a thirty three point nine percent career three point shooter shot fifty one point two percent in the Eastern Conference Finals. Like sorry
0: <laughs> Can, that's not sustainable congratulations to them for that like that's great like great, for them great, great job. congratulations it's a wild run one of the most you should have gone and gotten dame Lillard, so you could do it again yeah <laughs> you should have. um i would not mind if this is the end of the miami <laughs> oh just just goodbye goodbye and that i agree with you i think I think the East, because we already talked about competitors and all that. I think the East is now Milwaukee, Boston, like you said, with the exclamation points. I think Cleveland is separate from the rest. So I think it's like.
1: Maybe, maybe the Knicks, to your point yesterday or the other day. Like I think little, Knicks,
0: yeah, maybe the Knicks, I think, might be at the top of that next group. Sure. Depend- Philly depends. Philly's the wild yeah. card. I don't know where Philly's going to end up going. Yeah. Right. We just heard that J- James uh, Harden is not going to go to media day. Yeah. So like, here we go, baby. <laughs> it's going to be a mess. Uh. So who knows what Philly could? Philly could completely fall apart. Yeah. Harden or maybe Kyrie Maxi just takes a big step up. Like I, I mean, th- you know, who knows? They're real high on him. Like I could, I could see it. Maybe Philly gets Holiday, and that helps them fill they're, a void.
1: They uh, Kyle Newbeck was saying that they're very
0: interested. Yep. Could very easily happen. So I don't know where to put Philly right now. But so so for right now, I'm dismissing them as as a as a contender because they're just in too much disarray. If they want to prove themselves to be a contender by December, I'll gladly elevate them, but I'm waiting.
1: Yeah. I think Milwaukee- that's fair, especially after Tatum did you see the video of Tatum just like roasting Kevin Hart where Kevin Hart was like, standing in your way is the Philadelphia 76ers. And Tatum goes, I- Are they? Oh,
0: <laughs> I haven't watched that yet. I saw the clip where he gave Kevin Hart yeah. his deuce jersey. Yeah. Uh, making fun. Of, yeah, that was funny. The Sixers clip was pretty good. <laughs> I, I- okay. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna watch. I can't wait to watch that. Um, so I'm going to put Cleveland as like a separated, like the tier two in, uh, and then tier three is everybody else. You can put Knicks on top of that. Philly, wherever, maybe in there. This definitely makes Milwaukee Boston the top 2 forget forget what I was saying the other day about Cleveland Milwaukee right up top so um but I hey I'm going to stand on this for now. I like Boston's chances. I like Boston's matchup. I at this point I still like what Boston can do against Milwaukee. Let's you know revisit this after yeah. the season starts, no, I agree with you.
1: On September 27, way before we've seen any basketball, right? We Just guessing, Celtics match up pretty well against the Bucks. I don't yeah. think that's a crazy thing to say. I think that's fair and uh couched in plenty of language that allows us to be wrong if we need <laughs> to be. <laughs> because Damian Lillard and Giannis and Cooper are about to play together, and like, whew, that is Ooh, that could
0: be, yeah, that could be something. <laughs> that could be something. All right. Uh, We're gonna wrap it up here, Tom. Any final, any final words? I'm breaking. I'm breaking. <laughs> I was hoping that's what the there was gonna, were yeah, gonna be. All right, that was a lob. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> yep. Finishing the alley oop. Tom Westerholm. Thanks everybody for listening. Thank you uh, for subscribing. Hope you've enjoyed the show. If you're not subscribed and you're still here listening, I hope that means you're going to subscribe once this show ends. Please do so. Get into that YouTube comment section. Let me know what you think. Am I right? Am I wrong about the matchups? Am I right? Am I wrong about Miami? Am I whatever? I have plenty of Miami folks listen to the podcast. I want to hop in and give their two cents. Are there, are there tears in South Beach? Let me know what you think. And if you're one of those people who's with us every day, I love you. I love the fact that you're making the show part of your daily routine. Can you please share the podcast? Can you spread the word for me? Can you tell everybody that they should be listening to and watching the Lockdown Celtics podcast? It's right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.